listening to Open Mic Friday Law and Gospel on this first day of the month of May, May the 1st, in the year of our Lord, 2020. Now, because we are not in the studio, we're unable to take phone calls, but we do have emails that we received, and we're going to respond to those. So, without further ado, uh, by the way, to email me, just lawandgospel at lawandgospel101.com. That's lawandgospel at lawandgospel101.com. So, first email. Distant greetings, Pastor Baker. Below is somewhat of a trivia question I would appreciate your addressing on Open Mic Friday. If the following are true of the Christian soul between the time of physical death and the body's resurrection, then how can we account for the bodily manifestation of the elders and every creature that we read in your favorite chapter of the Bible, Revelation 5? And what is this writer saying? Well, she listed pertinent characteristics of the soul during the interim. Let me explain to you. The interim is from the time that you fall asleep here on earth, that you die and you are buried, and your spirit goes to heaven, but your body doesn't return until judgment day. And she's got some passages. The soul spirit of the believer is in paradise, Luke 23, verse 43. The believer is with Jesus in the spirit, but not yet in the glorified body. The soul spirit experience rest, comfort, and bliss in God's presence, Revelation 6, 11. And the soul spirit is awaiting judgment day when it will be reunited with the body. So she's quite true on all of that, that the body doesn't come until judgment day. But she can't understand how, therefore, in Revelation 5, it says, And one of the elders said to me, and he's talking to John in his vision, Weep no more, because he's weeping, thinking that all are not going to be saved. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, is conquered, so that he can open the scroll and its seven seals. Then the 24 elders fell down in Revelation 5, verse 8, uh, before the Lamb, each holding a harp and golden bowls full of incense. And they sang a new song, and then the song is sung. Then in verse 14, And the four living creatures said, Amen, and the elders fell down and worshipped. Now, that actually helps us understand how are these individuals that are named, namely the elders and the creatures and the four living creatures, how are they there in Revelation 5, 
which talks about the ascension of Jesus coming to heaven, how are they there if they're in the bodies before the day of judgment? Well, there's a couple of ways to look at this. Uh, First of all, the vision that John has, which is called the revelation of Jesus Christ, it's talking about not only what Jesus did, but also what he said. And so it's talking, though, to the church. And the church can be here on earth, and that would be people in their bodies, or it can be those in heaven prior to the day of judgment, or it could be a vision that is seen also by those after the day of judgment to remind them of what Jesus has done. But I personally believe that these individuals are not in the body. Then how can they be spoken of? Well, being in the spirit doesn't mean that you cannot be doing or saying something. Remember, the angels are in the spirit only. Angels don't have bodies. Yet, they appear throughout the Old Testament. They appear in the New Testament. Remember Gabriel uh, talking to Mary and others? So, they appear to be in a body, but they really aren't. In the Old Testament, when Jesus visited Abraham, he had two angels with him. And remember, those angels were sent to the town that was going to be eliminated, Sodom and Gomorrah. And the men in that town who were gay, they, they wanted to deal with those angels, so they thought they were human beings with bodies when they were not. When you look at Revelation 5, when it says, And the four living creatures said, Amen. Those four living creatures are referred to as the angels from the four parts of the world. And therefore they were guardian angels that John talks about. And this is important to remember that they were able to sing and do things also. In fact, they're mentioned in chapter 5, verse 6, as I said, but then they're also mentioned in chapter 4, verse 6. In the midst of the throne, and that's where the Ancient of Days was, who is God the Father, and around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and in back. The first living creature was like a lion, the second like a calf, the third had a face like a man, and the fourth like a flying eagle. And they each had six wings. Well, what does that remind you of? Well, those that were in Daniel chapter 2, and they were angels. And they do not rest day or night, 
Why? Because they're saying, holy, 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 and that would be obviously referring to the Trinity, Lord God Almighty, both, well, not both, all three, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, are referred to as Lord and as God, and they all are Almighty, who was and is and is to come. That kind of reminds you of John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, was the Word, and he was with God, and he is God. And then in verse 14, he became incarnate, flesh. So that's referring to Jesus, who was also as the Father and the Holy Spirit, not in a body, but in the Spirit. But Jesus took upon himself the body. So I don't see a problem with Revelation 5, talking about elders, etc., because when you're an elder, you're still able to speak. You're still able, as an angel, for example, to do things. We also remember that when Jesus opened the seven seals, the fifth seal, this is chapter 6, verse 9, I saw under the altar the souls, not the bodies, the souls of those who have been slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth? So there's an example of human beings who are in heaven, but they're still waiting for the day of judgment. So in the spirit, they're saying these things. So I hope I gave enough information to answer the question, how can it be that before the day of judgment, you have elders and creatures in heaven when the Lamb ascends into heaven? And the answer is, I believe that even in the spirit, these individuals are able to talk and do things. So, I hope that answers the question. Thank you very much, Pastor Baker. I continue to appreciate your biblical knowledge and application to our lives. May God continue to use you as his instrument for proclaiming the gospel to so many people. God's blessings to you and Mrs. Baker for his protection and peace. And then the name of the individual and also the phone number. Because sometimes I'm not going to reply on the radio to emails, so I actually phone people. All right. Second item. I received this in the email, and it's kind of important because it's a consequence it's entitled as one of the consequences of the coronavirus epidemic or pandemic. And here's the title. Social distancing and quarantine 
leads to mental and physical health problems. Now, that's why the church is so very important during this time, because people who are practicing social distancing and are home because they're not allowed to go out much, things can become even worse. And here's what this email says. Even before the pandemic outbreak, there was a significant number of Americans who already suffered from loneliness before the current epidemic. Younger people, teenagers, 20-somethings, as well as the elderly, had reported an increased incident of loneliness. This leads, according to uh, Dr. Goldstein, to depression and an increased incidence of suicide that was increasing even before the pandemic. The battle to stop the spread of the disease dramatically increases the risk for loneliness, social distancing, while a vital strategy is to stem the pandemic, it can worsen people's sense of isolation. Now, my home congregation, St. Paul de Pere, uh, they have a number of ways in which they are dealing with the pandemic. If you want to take the Lord's Supper, you phone them ahead of time, and they tell you the appointment time that you can come Saturday or Sunday, or I think also Wednesday night, and only nine people are allowed in your group, and the tenth is the pastor. We're allowed up to ten people. They still are separated uh, in the place they come, but then they receive in 15 minutes a little devotion as well as the Lord's Supper. Uh, I volunteer to do that with the four congregations that I'm serving in Illinois, but the elders there voted unanimously that they didn't want to take a chance because so many of the people I'm dealing with are elderly and have other items going on in their life. So what else does St. Paul de Pere do? They had the elders phone everybody that they were responsible for. See, one elder may be responsible for all last names from A to E, then to F to L or whatever. I'm not quite sure how they do that, but the elder then phones to make sure you're okay. Do you know of someone who is alone in their house, maybe the elderly. I I mean, a lot of pastors will tell you that when we visit a shut-in who may be by themselves in their own home still, what's the one wish they often ask for? That the Lord would take them from this veil of tears to himself in heaven. That's what loneliness does. Now, when I was a pastor, we would try and set up opportunities. Of course, we didn't have a disease to be worried about where people would actually visit the shut-ins. 
maybe play cards with them, this sort of thing, uh, making it very clear to them that they were still on our minds and we needed to let them know how much we loved them and still cared for them. Now, the simplest way Dr. Goldstein indicates to stay connected is by the telephone. Now, online, you can get together through platforms like Skype, Zoom, Duo, which allows video connection. The, The problem with that is there are a number of elderly people who are living alone that do not have a computer. They still don't know how to contact other people by video. Whereas there are others, maybe they live in St. Louis, an elderly shut-in. The family is in Texas. Well, they can, through the computer, phone the family through the Internet and talk to them. Now, what we've done at the churches we're taking care of, we do have, through the Internet, where I send each week uh, a sermon, and then they can download the sermon and read it, and I send them an interesting video that has something to do with the sermon. But then there were those who don't have computers, so how do they do this? So we now have a Bible study, and we send everybody in the congregation the phone number. It's a phone number they phone. It's long distance, but there is a toll-free number where they're not charged anything. And I pick up the cost for this, and we have a half-hour Bible study on Wednesday nights, and we're going through the Gospel of Mark. Now, we've spent over an hour already on this, and I'm only in verse 8, because we're doing an in-depth study of Mark that one would find particularly uh, like in a seminary classroom. We're really going into some depth and some insights. We, We thank the Lord that a number of pastors have been called into congregations this past week on call day, which was done over the Internet. And we need to realize that these pastors have to continue to study God's Word and commentaries and read a lot about it because there's a lot of insights they still don't know. They've only had three years at the seminary and one year what we call vicarage. But I'll tell you, when I got out as a pastor, it took me four or five years to really get to understand the distinctions between law and gospel to the point where I could properly explain them in a sermon. Now, why does isolation cause feelings of suicide? Now, I received this email a couple of days ago, and last night I was just taking a look at a movie. I like watching YouTube. They have movies, and there's no advertising. 
So that's really good. Well, it was about a, it wasn't a movie, it was a true documentary about how in the Maryland state, state of Maryland, there was a river that was causing people to almost lose their minds when they fished in it. And they would catch fish, which all had some kind of blemish on them. And they couldn't figure out what it was. And they finally figured it out that there was a virus in those waters. And when the fishermen dealt with it, it caused them not only to have these sores on their body, but they would kind of forget things. In fact, two fishermen were out fishing, and they kind of forgot how to get back to the dock. They actually rode around for two hours in their canoe or their boat with a motor, and then they finally found where they had docked. But when they got there, they couldn't remember how to put the boat on their trailer. And then when they finally figured that out, one of them went to go home, which was about a half hour away, and that took him two hours. He just didn't know where his home was. And they finally figured out what the virus was, and it really was a little living thing that attacked both fish and human beings. It did not attack other animals. But then what had to happen is the wives of these men really had to take care of them. They had to lead them around. They had to drive them around because they would get lost. It was affecting their minds. And here was a statement that I felt was really important that I wrote down, and it was part of this documentary. One of the men was aware of the fact that he had these problems and that people really had to be taking care of him. Here's what he said. I felt like I was a burden on someone else, and I didn't like it. Now, I find that interesting. That's really an old Adam kind of feeling, that we don't like to be a burden on someone else because we want to be in charge of our own life. It's kind of a speaking of the law when we have to become a burden. But, of course, I recently, this past couple of years, had surgery with my heart, and I was a burden on the nurses, the doctors, my wife, but I didn't feel bad at all. I almost enjoyed being taken care of, except when they came in to give me a needle. That was about the only time. And being a burden is not something that somebody should shy away from. Because remember what God's will is for us. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, thy mind, thy soul. And what's the second part? And thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. 
I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I went to visit shut-ins, and they would immediately say, Pastor, I feel sorry that I had to bother you. And I would look at them and say, what do you mean bother me? When, when you go to McDonald's and they serve you a cheeseburger and french fry, do you look at the person doing that and say, I'm sorry I had to bother you? No. That's their vocation. That's what God has them to do. And so keep that in mind. Make sure people, when you phone them, you don't tell them that this is a bother for you. And help people to understand that, yes, they may be a burden, but they, throughout their life, have helped others. And how do we get to that point? Pretty easy. We get to that point by remembering that Jesus became a burden for us. He loved us so much that he died on the cross for our sins. I'm Tom Baker. Thanks so much for listening to Open Mic Friday, hearing those emails. And on Monday, we'll go back and continue with readings for the following Sunday. I'm Tom Baker. God bless. Listen to Law & Gospel each weekday morning at 930 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law & Gospel, please make your check payable to Concordia Mission Society and mail it to Tom Baker, P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri 63132. To give online, visit lawandgospel101.com or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.